This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Eliza Harvey. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Tuesday the 12th of April. In your Squiz today, Labor has a bad day on the campaign trail. Russia readies for a new attack in eastern Ukraine. Prepare for Easter travel delays. And the Queen's COVID lethargy. This is your Squiz today. Day one of the election campaign got underway yesterday and some of the old tried and tested questions from the travelling media pack were rolled out, including whether the leaders knew the official interest rate and unemployment stats. These are known as gotcha questions because they're often a way to make a politician look silly when they don't know the answer. And yesterday, the questions tripped up the opposition leader, Claire. Yeah, Anthony Albanese really didn't have a great first day when he was in Tasmania. He was asked several times by various journalists during the morning press conference about whether he knew uh, the nation's unemployment rate and that reserve bank rate, as you say. Uh, Eventually, he was forced into a corner and had to answer. And he said that he wasn't sure what it was after stumbling across the number five and the number four. Uh, His colleague, Katie Gallagher, uh, who is the shadow finance minister, was asked to step up and answer the question, which she did successfully although she didn't look like she took any joy in doing that. Uh, Albanese said that he was balking at playing that Q&A game because what he knows about are the things that affect ordinary people. And in terms of how big a political gaffe this was or might be into the future, Claire, that seems to depend on where you're placed on the political spectrum. Yeah, if you're a coalition supporter, what you're pointing at is that Anthony Albanese is an unknown risk. Certainly what the coalition has really been trying to get at in the early days of this campaign is that Labor won't be good for Australia's economy, so they were very quick to seize on that gaffe uh, and point to it to say, this is what we've been talking about. If you're a Labor supporter, though, what you're saying is that it's not such a big deal, that it's not a memory test, uh, that this is a test of character and for the future of Australia. And you can expect to hear more about it today as PM Scott Morrison makes a big jobs announcement We're also waiting on new jobs figures that will be out on Thursday, with some predictions that the unemployment rate will dip beneath 4%. Just a reminder that we're only a couple of days into a six-week election campaign, so two down and 39 to go. To the latest on the war now, where satellite images show hundreds of Russian military vehicles massing on Ukraine's border. The Russians withdrew from their northern positions near the capital Kyiv last week in readiness for a new attack in the east, Claire. Yeah, what some experts are saying is that it's going to take some time for Russia to mobilise east, uh, that there are some refurbishments and some restocking to do. And just as we know already from this war, uh, it's taking a bit of time for Russia to get organised. The experts also say that because there has been uh, an ongoing battle in the east of the country with Russian-backed insurgents, that a lot of their very skilled and very experienced fighters are already in that part of the country. What Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky says is that the coming few weeks could be very crucial and this next phase of the war could be very brutal. And the war is now in its seventh week, if you can believe it. The World Bank says Ukraine's economy will shrink by 45% this year and is already in a deep depression. 
If you're preparing to travel this Easter, you might have seen images of long queues at domestic airports across the country over the past few days or so. Claire, I know you hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it seems there's more pain to come over the holiday weekend. Yeah, I really feel for anyone who is moving about too much at Easter. Uh, What is happening, it seems, is that the airports are going to be really very difficult to get through. Uh, What Alan Joyce, the Qantas CEO, said yesterday is that it comes down to a couple of things. Uh, Travellers aren't particularly match fit, he says. We haven't been travelling a lot in the last couple of years, so just getting through security, getting your aerosols out, making sure you don't have anything pointy in your luggage, is taking extra time. But he also said that there is some absenteeism issues, whether that's security staff or airport staff or the airline staff, because, of course, there are so many people who are still uh, going through isolation with COVID cases. Liza, I'm staying put this holiday. I don't know what you're planning on doing, but I'm not getting on the roads or going anywhere. No, I'm not either. And the roads last year were a bit of a shocker too. That was when many people still couldn't even travel interstate because of COVID restrictions. So it's likely that more people will be in their cars this Easter. Big tech news dropped last week when it was revealed that Tesla and SpaceX boss Elon Musk had bought a 9% stake in Twitter. The company's chief executive said that Musk would even join the board now that he was a major shareholder. But yesterday, Claire, another tweet sent the internet into a spin with news that Musk would no longer become a board director. Yeah, lots of questions about exactly what's going on there, as you say, because it was confirmed that he was joining the board. But in that post from from Twitter yesterday, uh, what they said is that they've had many discussions with Musk that he turned the offer down, and that was a decision that Twitter believes is for the best. Uh, being a board member comes along with a lot of responsibilities, and it seems that Elon Musk, who can be a bit of a loose cannon at times, uh, wants to remain pretty free range. Yeah, and he loves a Twitter poll, and earlier this week he posed a question to his many followers about how the company's mostly empty head headquarters should be used, given that most of the employees are permanently working from home, and the majority voted in favour of turning it into a homeless shelter. So watch this space. The Queen came down with COVID in February, as so many people around the world are doing right now, and yesterday she revealed that she's been left, quotes, very tired and exhausted after her battle with the Lurgy Claire. It's a very common refrain from people who have had COVID uh, that they're left tired and exhausted uh, beyond the week or two that they're actually battling symptoms. What we know about Queen Elizabeth's case is that uh, it was back in February that Buckingham Palace said that she had mild cold-like symptoms. Uh, It saw her, though, step down from royal duties, not just for a couple of weeks, but ongoing. And of course, we know she's also had some mobility issues. But as well as giving some appearances to other family members, she is out and about these days. And she's 95, Claire, 96 next week. So maybe she's slowing down a little bit. On Saturday, she also marked the first anniversary of the death of Prince Philip at Windsor Castle. It's all part of a really big year for Elizabeth. She's celebrating 70 years on the throne. We've got a shortcut prepared for you this week on her reign, her platinum jubilee, and what's next for the royal family. Just search Squeeze Shortcuts in your favourite podcast app and subscribe, and the podcast will land on Thursday morning. 
quiz today, Claire. For me, I'm keeping an eye on women's soccer. At 7.45pm tonight, Eastern, there's a friendly between Australia and New Zealand in Canberra. So that'll be one to tune in for. Claire, what's on your radar? For me, we've got a new Squiz the Election episode out this morning. It's about what it's going to take the major parties to win the election. Uh, So we're really getting across the margins, what two-party preferred means, uh, and also what the polls are saying and whether we can believe them this time around. Yeah, another great episode of Squiz the Election this morning to help you get your head around all the moving parts of the campaign. That episode will be in your pod feeds to play after this one. That's all from us today. I mentioned the soccer before. If you're missing your hit of sports news, never fear. The team at Sport Today has got you covered with a daily email and podcast every morning at half past six. You can sign up at sport-today.com.au. Have a great Tuesday. Larissa and I will be back tomorrow. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.